There's a famous Pasik in Tehillim, Kiloi Bemoiso Yikachakoil. For in death you cannot take it all. There's a famous expression, you can't take it with you. The Malbam asks, Yikachakoil? What do you mean you can't take it all? Implying that you can take some of it with you. In Jewish tradition, the deceased are buried in Tachrichim, simple shrouds with no pockets, emphasizing the fact that no matter how much wealth a person accumulates in this world, they take nothing with them. So why does the Pasik say, Kiloi b'moiso yikach ha-koil? Yikach efes, you take nothing with you. Even if you tried, where exactly are you putting the cash into? So the Malbam explains that in fact, there's something you could take with you. The money you donated to tzedakah. Paradoxically, the only thing that you can take with you is the money you gave away, the money you used to help others, or money you donated to support Tyra. That money remains with you, and you take it along with you, and its impact remains with you for all eternity. A king once asked Baron Rothschild, How much are you worth? Rothschild gave him a number that was around 10% of his actual worth. What, are you trying to fool me? asked the king. I know you're worth at least 10 times that amount. He replied, Your Majesty, true, my assets are worth 10 times the amount I said, but that is not my real worth. All that can be taken away from me in an instant. My true worth is only the charity I have given. Those are the only assets that can never be taken away from me. And that's the amount I told you that I'm worth. Currency in this world, whether it's cash, crypto, precious metal, securities, have no value whatsoever in the next world. The only thing a person takes with them is their spiritual currency, Torah and mitzvahs, and the tzedakah they gave throughout their lifetime. Material assets have absolutely no value in the Olam Amis. Cash or checks are not accepted in the next world. The only thing that is accepted is canceled checks from tzedakah organizations. If you've been following the financial markets for the last year or so, you are painfully aware that no investment is truly safe. Tech stocks, which we would think are the future of our economy, lost for the most part between 50 and 75% of its value. Cryptocurrencies lost two-thirds of its value. Okay, I'll put my money in the bank. Even that's not a sure thing. We just witnessed the second largest bank collapse in U.S. history. Why did the bank collapse? Because within a few days, customers withdrew tens of billions of dollars. And the amount of money that was on the books was not real money. The money we think we have is really an illusion. If everyone went to the bank tomorrow and withdrew their money, the whole economy would fall apart. But there's some sort of understanding that we don't all withdraw it at the same time. We view our assets on a screen and we perceive its value and have confidence that it will still be there in our time of need. But is it really secure? Companies that we thought will be around forever, Lehman Brothers, Compaq, Toys R Us, BlackBerry, and dozens of others are long gone and forgotten. And blue chip companies that exist today and we think will grow and thrive and produce record profits for many decades to come might be extinct in a few years. A person is never assured with their money. How many successful businesses that were around for decades went out of business during COVID? However, when we give tzedakah, we are depositing our money in the safest account imaginable. It is not insured by the FDIC, but by Hashem Himself. Every penny of it is deposited straight into our heavenly account, and that account will be there for all eternity.
A story is told about a man who boarded a plane to Eitz Yisrael for the first time. He was a bigger fellow and booked a seat in economy. No matter how hard he tried, he could not get comfortable in his narrow seat. His elbow kept on bumping into his neighbor and there was no legroom. When he got up to stretch, he noticed the first class seats up ahead. Peeking inside, he stared enviously at the people reclining on their comfortable seats. He sees an empty seat, so he walks up and tries to take that seat. A flight attendant approaches him. You're not allowed in there, she tells him. Why can't I come in, he asked. I see there are extra seats. She tells him, these seats cost more than double the standard fare. But the man was desperate. So he pulls out his wallet and he says, I'll pay the difference. She says, sorry, we don't sell tickets here. He says, I'll pay double the amount of a first class seat. And she says, down there for a few dollars or for a few miles, you could have upgraded to first class. But up here, you are limited by whatever you paid previously. What a lesson. While we're down here for a few miles, we give someone a ride, we do a mitzvah, we get upgraded to first class in Gan Eden. But up there, they don't accept any payments. And we are stuck in the seat we bought in this world for all eternity. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.